I've given this a lot of thought. I don't see any peaceful way to disarm America's whites. There's only one thing that's going to save this country from itself. Same thing that always saves this country from itself. And that is African-Americans. Right. And I know the question that a lot of y'all have in your minds is, should we do it? <laughs> yeah, f yeah, we should do it. Listen, no matter what they say or how they make you feel, remember, this is your country too it is incumbent upon us to save our country and you know what we have to do every able-bodied african-american must register for a legal firearm That's the only way they'll change the law. <laughs> He's hurt. On third and long, Prescott runs it up the middle. 15, 10, 5, diving to the run. How's it taste, mother <laughs> Can you stop yelling at me, please? No, I can't stop yelling, because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice, that was a good one. Deep Blue Sea, they ate me. A job ate me. Drank bitch. Samuel Jackson, it's my beer. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Welcome back, it's the Zero to 100 Podcast. I am your host, William C. Walker Jr. And this episode, I was calling the double standard. Uh, and this is based on a conversation I had with my very good friend, Christina, who joined me actually this past Monday, uh, where we were discussing our feelings and our reactions to the the horrible tragedy that took place in uh, Buffalo, New York last Saturday, um, not this past Saturday, but Saturday before the, the terrible shooting in the um, in the Buffalo supermarket, and it, it's just like, um, you hear so many of these mass shootings, especially in this country, and you get really tired and fed up, and it, it's blatantly obvious that people don't really seem to care i mean it's, it's not it's you know it's not that people don't care it's just the sad re realization that you feel helpless and you feel like nothing's going to ever be done about it and this one just really kind of pissed me off because of the racial 
uh, the racist nature to it and how it was very similar to the horrible shooting in South Carolina in the church where it was clear that this shooter was a racist and was targeting black people and um, it's just infuriating and I'm tired of the the what I call a double standard where you have these groups of people who are gun control advocates that tend to be the same people who you know are screaming about abortion and trying to save babies lives and stuff and yet there's other human lives that they can care less about seems like so uh this is a heavy episode uh you know i it's, it's just it's very infuriating especially to be a black person in this country at times it can just be you know infuriating and uh it can make you feel very hopeless but you know i had a really good conversation with my very good friend Christina about it and um, we you know shared our thoughts on it and then we even talked about what it is we feel like we could actually do or what needs to be done to bring about uh, or what we would think could bring about a possible change to all of this madness um, this is really really just crazy uh, I will be back at the end of the episode because it's just no breaks straight through just a straight conversation it wasn't a really long conversation uh just over half an hour that we spoke about it um but you know i didn't want to you know the cowboy schedule came out and i really wanted to talk about that as well but i just felt like this subject and trying to blend the fun topic of a cowboy schedule release just didn't fit so it's just this topic and um you know then i'll be back to wrap things up you're listening to the zero to 100 podcast It's the Zero to 100 podcast, and I'm joined by my very good friend, Christina. What's up, Chris? Hey. So I I actually spoke to you a little bit about this uh, yesterday, um, talking about the Buffalo shooting, uh, you know, that took place over the weekend, which is just the whole, like when I first found out about it, i I think I was on, in fact, I know I was on Twitter and I happened to see like um, the quarterback for the Bills, Josh Allen, tweeting about it. And then I was like, wait a minute, what happened? And then I looked at it and this is the the tragic place that I find, you know, that I find myself in. And I think plenty of people in this country find themselves in. So it's like, as soon as you hear a shooting, you just be like, oh, great. Another one. Just like. Right. You know nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, you just kind of gloss over it, and I didn't even really look into the details. I just was like, "Oh, ten people killed. That's terrible." And I'm, a, you know, I was like, "That's awful." Yeah. And then, you know, it was the next day when I'm seeing the postings of the victims, and I'm saying, "Wait a minute!" And then people are talking about like it, it was actually Soledad O'Brien was calling out um, a congressman from the area that perpetuates replacement theory and something that the shooter cited in their manifesto and it was like then when I started digging into it I just started to get real pissed off because you find out like one I didn't know it was a hate crime and it was you know it was very similar to the Dylan Roof uh shooting in the church in South Carolina where this guy purposely went to kill black people and it doesn't, I mean, 
mass shooting, regardless, like I I am tired of it, period. It's just right. after seeing the hook, I come to the realization that mm-hmm. if 20-something kindergartners can be killed. Everyone is not safe. Yeah. No one is safe. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone for themselves. Yeah. And it's just so it's just it, but this one, it just I'm more pissed off about it. Like it's it's just because I'm tired of the double standard. And that's just yeah. where I'm at. So it's like, like, where were you? How did you find out about it? Like so just like you, I heard about a shooting and I was like, oh, another day in America. KKKK America. And uh and then Lynette was like, yo, that sh-. later on. You know, she was like, that shooting was uh, targeted to, like, Black people. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, no, it was like a white supremacist who did it. And I was just like, oh, well, that's a lie because racism is dead, right? That's that's what they all been saying. Racism is over. We had Obama now. What are, what are Black people be complaining about? Like, racism mm-hmm. is over. What are you talking about? So, and then, you know, obviously it's on my timeline on all my social media platforms and so I was just you know kind of curious to see if they were going to say his name if they were going to release his name and all the other jazz and to see who it is and you know they did and then today I did the mistake of going on Twitter and they were saying how he had live streamed it mm-hmm. so I I was watching something and I thought it was going to be like like a news clip of it, whatever. No, I actually watched like the first 45 minutes of his murder rampage. And it was, um, I can never unsee that. And it's not even just the shooting of the people. It's like what he does Mm -hmm. when he shoots the people. It's just, yeah, It, it was, it was, yeah, and then of course you see him. He sees somebody white. He's like, "Oh, sorry, sir," and then he just keeps going on and 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 shoots someone like right next to like the white dude. So, um, yeah, and I don't know. I was looking at. I don't know. Did you see today too? Um, that uh, I guess the assistant manager she called, and the dispatcher was like yelling at her. It's like, "Why are you whispering?" And hung up on her. It was like hella rude. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what it's yeah. I was like, that's not even surprising. I was just like, I don't even know why this I was like, I hope I don't even know why why 911 operators are rude. Those calls are recorded. And if people don't know, the minute you call 911, as it's ringing, you are being recorded. So I, I it's, it, rec- it records on both ends. So I don't even know why, as a 911 operator, you would be like that. You know when your it's calls funny. are recorded. You know what? It does that actually doesn't surprise me that much because nine one one operators. It's almost like they they take so many calls. It's almost like they equate it. It's almost like if you were calling the cable company. Yeah, it, it's like, and that's the attitude because I I distinctly recall when um you know my mother in law was here and she had a, 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 a episode where her her blood pressure dropped dramatically. Mm-hmm. She, you know, almost took her out, and yeah. I the frantic call that my wife made nine one one operator trying to get them to send the ambulance, and she was very frantic 
to the point where, and of course, the operator was like, is there someone else there I could talk to? And I was sitting there like, so I, I took over, but it was like the attitude of the operator just kind of struck me where I'm like. Yeah, it's like this indifference, like they yeah. don't care, like they don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, it's sort of like, I don't understand why there is this expectation that for people to remain calm when they're calling 911 if their people exactly. are calling 911 the vast majority of the time something bad is happening yes. and telling them yes. and, and telling them to calm down or try to belittle, belittle them and act and be so indifferent when there's an emergency situation yes. it's just really careless it's tacky it's uncalled for you're the professional right so you're mm. the one that should be able to handle calls that come in where people are frantic. That's number one. Second of all, too, they be asking you dumb questions. It's yeah. like, well, what is she wearing? Oh, how many children? Just you don't need to know that. Get an ambulance here. Get a fire department here. Get the cops here. There was a shooting. I don't know. He took <laughs> off. Somebody got her. The address is blah 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 blah. Street. Yeah, like, Goodbye. Well, see, like if you're trying to get the information. Yeah. You like speak up, but clearly this the person that's making the call is scared to bring attention to herself. Yeah. She's not gonna, and she's not thinking. She's thinking, I just don't want to be heard. I don't want to be seen. I just need you to hurry up and send somebody. So it's like, yeah. But I guess that's why it's like the more I found the details about it, and and so the I can't see the stream. I just cannot. I can't do it. Like, I know you you told me it was only 45 seconds, but I was like, it was 45 seconds, but it was. Cause it was, it was the part that you just said too. Like, cause I had read that where I read, he has streamed it. And then he came across a white person and pointed a gun at him and he goes, Oh, sorry. And then goes on. Do do you want me to describe it? Yeah, you can describe it because I, I just so know see it. He doesn't, he barely puts the car in park. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, I guess he has a camera on him because she pe- he, like, kind of looks over and you can see mm-hmm. that the huge rifle is on the passenger side of the seat on the floor. Mm-hmm. So he barely puts the car in park and grabs it. And there's people in the front. Boom, boom, he shoots them and he shoots them like multiple times. So like, it's not even just a kill shot. It's like an overkill shot. And then as he's walking by the people he shot, he shoots them again. Jesus. And then he goes inside and then like, he's just, just kind of spraying and there's someone on the ground. She's probably already dead. And then you see him shoot her in the back of the head. And that's how I was like, oh my God. I, I like, I, I mean, before then I was like, I thought they were going to like edit some of this. So then I'm like watching it. I was like, oh my God, it's one of those things I couldn't stop watching, but I was horrified when I was watching it. And then after that, that's when you showed him like the white guy was like, oh my God, you know, he's like kind of begging for his life. He's like, oh, sorry, sir. And he just kept the movement. And then he came back and I think he shot somebody else who was already on the ground. Like he was just... It, it, and then it and it cuts off like a little bit right after that. But I was just like, I, I think that was the part that was like more disturbing. It's like this person's already mm-hmm. dead, and you just her head. He's not even like her face wasn't even turned to him. Like it, mm-hmm. she was already down on the ground on the floor, and he just shot her in the head, like just because, just because. Just, and, that's the thing that is yeah. just, it's so infuriating. Is yeah. 
you know, it's like the more the more the more details you heard that about come it, out. It, yeah. It, it, and then it, there was another one too. There was one in, in California yeah. where a guy went in there shooting up Asian people. Yeah, and it was but racism is over, yeah. Will. What are you talking about? That's that's what I was just about to say too, and that's why it's like I'm when I talk about double standards, I get so yeah. frustrated because you have so many people. Yeah. And it shouldn't be a political issue. It shouldn't. really shouldn't. It mm-hmm. should not be a political issue. But you, there is clearly a, a, a line where it's become a political issue and the side that wants yep. everybody to be able to have a gun typically falls on the same side that is sitting there celebrating the overturn in the Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that that makes me so sick about it is that you claiming that you want to protect life and everything yet there's actual like you know there's there is life there's clear life there's people there's clear people that are being victims mm-hmm. of gun violence and a particular and it's because just, because it's not it's not it's not about life it's not like it's not what people think it is what it is is they can't sit there and say blatantly yes. use the words we don't care about minority life exactly. we care about white lives they can't Absolutely. they can't yep. say that so they they do all these other like backhanded yep. things yep. like you know oh if it's if it's a bunch of white people that get you know yep. uh, gunned down it's like oh oh we gotta do something when it's minorities getting gunned down it's just like oh oh well you know they get silent oh it's for the yep. babies yep. oh it's, no it's not it's not for the babies so, oh we were against uh death penalty or because you know we we lives are precious no they're not yep. no they're not exactly. no they're not it's because there, this because there's white people on death row. That's why. Exactly. If it was all black people, minorities on death row, they wouldn't give two craps about it. It's just like that's the part that just I, that's the part that makes me the most angry about this situation. It's just the it's just yeah. a ridiculous double standard because mm-hmm. you know it's like when I was sitting there talking to my wife about it, and she was like, "Oh, did they? You know, did they get the guy?" Because she didn't know about about it at all. And yeah. when I was sitting there explaining it to her i was like she's like did they get the guy and i was like oh, oh yeah i was like yeah they got him yeah took him to burger king like, had a whole meal oh, with him I, know they, I was like i know they 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 looked that dude up he was went into the grocery store shooting people i'm sure they got him and then i was sitting there like wait a minute i said let me look into it no. and then i see you already knew the answer to that like yeah and it's like he perfectly taken in without any incident and so i immediately <laughs> put it in my mind and go so a guy can go into a store, got in a shootout with a retired police officer who was a, you know, the security guard at the store, he was killed. His name yeah. was Aaron Salter, uh, yeah. was a black retired police officer, security guard, and he tried to fight the guy and he lost. And so you know this dude is, is dangerous, comes out of the store with mm-hmm. a rifle, mm-hmm. aims it at the people, and then puts the, the rifle to his own neck. And I'm saying, like, so you weren't in any fear of this guy mm-hmm. with a deadly weapon pointing right at you. But yeah. then that be running away from you and you're, mm-hmm. oh, I fear for my life. So I had to shoot him. Guy walking, you know, yeah. walking to his own car and turning yeah. back to you. Oh, I was fearful. So I had to shoot him. Uh, right. But you're this, you're you're more in fear of the theoretical weapon than the yes, actual fear the actual of an weapon. actual weapon. Yes. 
And it's like, and that's the part that I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm just, I'm so tired of it. All I know is, it's just at this point, I just think like, clearly they don't care about us. We just need to do our own thing. I think we need to start caring. I think everybody needs to start carrying like weapons and stuff like that because it's like, I mean, it's, you know it's not, I mean, I, I don't want to make a, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be violent, yeah, but at this uh, point, it's just so, sort of like, they don't care about us and there's nobody to protect us. So it's sort of like, well, what are you, what are you going to do to protect yourself? Because obviously thoughts and prayers ain't going to help trying to talk to these you know what? I know exactly people not going to help, you know? I know exactly what you mean. And it's, that's like, I'm, that's like right where I'm almost like I'm right there at the line and I understand yeah. the sentiment completely because yeah. you know, Chappelle had a joke about it where he was like, if you want people to care about, he was like, he was talking about gun violence. He's like, you know what we need to do? He's like, if y'all yeah. want to get rid of guns, this is what you, he's like, every single one of us. Every, every single black person get a gun. Exactly. Yep. And he was like, and then, and but the sad reality to me is he's absolutely right in that regard because yeah. if do that they're like oh, we gotta do something about it like i'm 100 certain they would do something about it and that's yeah. the that pisses me off it's just you're capable of taking these people into custody so that means when you're dealing with a black person like when you're dealing with george floyd who's accused of passing a bad 20 yeah you're capable of taking this person in without killing them you mm-hmm. should be capable of doing that because this dude had a freaking gun and you were, oh, I can take him into custody. Not only that, to the point where this dude is threatening to kill himself and you talk him down. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you only, so you can talk people down and you can confront people when you want to. And when you want to is when they're white. Yep. You know, you never want to talk someone down that's exactly. got it, got exactly. it, got it. You know, they just don't want to say those actual words. But you know yes. what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you don't have to say it. Like, this is what it is. You don't care about us. Like, you don't care. You don't care yeah. that we are being, you know, picket, like, you know, left and right and one by yep. one that they're yep. just all the stuff that's just happening. But yeah, it's just... It's like you know, the, other, the other sad part about it to me, and this is like, because I went through this stage where it's like, I was flat out pissed off and angry about it, and I'm still mad about it. But the other part of it, and like you had just mentioned it, like I, I said to my wife today, I said to her, I said, the other part that makes me so sad and frustrated about the inactivity and the fact that nothing ever gets done about it is just the sentiment that, I, that to me is 100% justified in people of color in this country where you just like, they just don't even want to do, like they don't care about, they don't want to hear thoughts and prayers. Like I don't want to hear it. I'm tired, like I don't want to save your thoughts and prayers and I don't want to hear it. And I completely understand it and get it. And it hurts me to my core because of being a person, being a like- A my religious faith, person, yeah, but, your faith. My faith yes. is very important to me. Like I still believe in God. I trust in God. I know that God is in control of my life, and I and it's part of why I don't sh- stress about certain things. Right. So it's like so. I'm always gonna pray. I'm always gonna pray about it. I'm always gonna try yeah. to God for it. And it upsets me because I get it. Like I can't argue 
that you shouldn't be tired of it because I am. And it's something like, you know, it's funny because it's it's like one of my 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 pastors, um, you know him, Pastor Gibson. He like I remember I talked to him about this, especially like this was after the George Floyd thing. And yeah. everybody was angry. He was just saying, it's justified to be angry. We should be angry. Like right. there's nothing wrong with being angry. He's like, right. God, he's like, even God says you can be angry. It's okay yeah. to be angry. He's yeah, like, it is. Just don't, he's like, be angry, but sin not. And it's just like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. It's like, are we a, collectively angry enough to actually like, to channel it and for it to do something because it's, I can I can just completely understand how people are completely disillusioned by this country. Like I totally yeah. get it. It makes absolute sense. Like anybody that sits there and goes, "Well, if you hate this country so much, well, why the hell should we not?" It's like that's the thing that kills me. Like, why should we not? It's easy for you to sit there and be like, "Well, this country is great," when it, everything is made for you. And you want to sit here and cry. Like Angela Rye made a great point to me when she said, um, she had said after this, y'all crying about critical race theory. Y'all need to be worried about that white replacement theory. Exactly. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. like, that's what this dude literally cited. It's not even a yeah. real thing. You're like, but, how are you can't... being replaced when you're the majority in the country? You're yeah, the... I mean, you guys are still 60% of the population, yes. but. Um, well yeah 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 it's just like it's just it's just wild but here's the other thing that kind of annoys me right he said he was doing this because he doesn't like black people he said it in his video he doesn't like black people and he wants to kill as many black people as possible he had 180 page whatever 181 100 whatever the number keeps going up Mm -hmm. manifesto about how he doesn't like black people he doesn't like any minorities but you still got the media not calling him a white supremacist mm -hmm. terrorist yep. you still get they still not giving yes. him that label had this man been brown you already exactly. know what they exactly. would have said exactly like that's the thing they kill you like it almost it, it's I just, I keep, I can't stand the double standard. I can't yeah. take it. It drives me insane. Yeah. It's like you yeah. just said. If this dude's name was Muhammad. What? It's like, it would have been. It, you got to get those damn Muslims yes. out of this country. It's yeah, like, that's what they would have been saying. Yes. It's, it's, but they won't. It's, it's almost like they refuse to, America refuses to accept their sins. and white gaslighting. Yes. Gaslighting. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly Gaslighting. It is. No, it's not. It's not racism. It's not. He didn't. No, that's not racism. Yeah. Not, he didn't. No, it's not. But he's just picking on the black people. But that's not racism. And it was so funny. It was like, <laughs> the crazy thing was, like, before I came down, I was, you know, watching TV and there was a campaign ad that came. It was a campaign ad that came on. And it was, um, you know, they were, they were, being critical of this candidate, uh, Carolyn um, Barnett. Uh, was it Carolyn Barnett or Catherine Barnett? Let me look it up real quick. Kathy Barnett, I'm sorry. It was Kathy Barnett, and it was a Black woman, and it was like, Kathy Barnett supported the George Floyd protest. And then it was playing a clip from her where she was like, this is a problem because of 
white racism. And I just, it was the strangest commercial to me. I was so confused by it. And it was just like, they're like, you can't believe Kathy Barnett. Or it's like, and then it was like, Kathy Barnett says she's a never Trumper. And I was just sitting there like, it was, it was throwing me off so badly because she was black. And I was like, well, of course she didn't support Trump. Of course she was in favor of George Floyd protests. I was like, what is, I don't get yeah, it. The amount of people that still support Trump to this day, but, almost um, three a, years out of his presidency is, well, doing that, well, like two years. Crazy, right? Crazy. So, I never even heard of her. So I like, so I looked her up real quick to see what. I don't know who she is. I was about to exactly. say, where is she running? So I was like, so I looked her up to see what she was running for. She's running for so she's running for the senate seat in pennsylvania in the republican primary so she's a republican and she's running a republican primary and there so i was sitting there like wait a minute so your way to try to get republicans to not vote for this sister is to point out that she called out white racism and was in support of George Floyd protests. And yet, this is the same group that tried to go, we're not racist. We're not this. But yet, yeah, the negative and why you shouldn't vote for this Black woman for this Republican nomination is because she called out racism. And because she supports George Floyd protests. I'm sitting there like, am I crazy? Like, that, but this is the group that will go, what do you mean we're racist? How do you, why do you think we're racist? Oh, I don't know, sir. Maybe the Confederate flags you place, maybe the fact that you say the N-word, yeah. maybe the fact that you talk about the immigrants and stuff like that. Yeah, that could, that could label you as, an, like, oh, as a racist. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're pointing out like one of your candidates, you're trying to pay her as negative because she called out racism. Which is like, why would that be a bad thing? But again, it's just because there is a pop there's a segment, a segment in 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 um segment of the population in America that are white supremacists and they want candidates that are going to pander to their white supremacist ideology. And before it was sort of kind of backhanded, you know, kind of, you know, far back there where you, you kind of saw it, but it was very little. And now it's like, no, it's like blade in your face. I don't like black people. I don't like minorities. I don't like women. I did all the other stuff. Um, so vote for me, you know? And then you got people that are like, yeah. Yes. Like, that's the thing that killed me. The thing that upsets yeah. me most about the Trump presidency and his whole... Yeah thing was just that the way it emboldened these mm-hmm. white supremacists and racists to just mm-hmm. come out of woodwork and be like oh well he's out here wide open with it so i could be like it used to be a, they used to like it was always here it was always it used to be hidden that's what i'm saying it used to be hidden yes. and he's now made it okay to yes. basically a white person can go up to you and call you a nigger yep, yep. and so i and so i i tell people all the time I mean, yeah, he did, but he, but I'm letting you know right now that when you it's go up to a black person these days and it's you call them a nigger, B, we, we not black people from the fifties that will going to sit here and just going to take it's it. Consequences. This is not. There's going to be consequences to that. So. Be consequences repercussions. 
Exactly. I mean, you saw homeboy in Jersey of Mount Laurel. He gave his whole address. He's like, pull up. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> and we pulled up. So just be careful because you so, know, yeah, you might you might get really cute with those words, but trust me. I mean, here's another thing is <laughs> the other part of it. So it's like, you know, I, I, I sit there and say, you know, of course I'm frustrated. And I'm like, well, what can we do? What can we do? I mean, I I still believe, I still believe in the voting process. Like as as but it's it's almost like I wish, but you know what? It's not on us because we vote. Like, I mean, we, like, if you look at what happened in the last couple of elections, Black people get out and vote. Like, we get out and vote. Like, black yeah. women in particular. Black women especially. Like, I, I really used to believe that, but now that they're changing, especially in the South, they're changing the congressional map to basically drown our votes just yes. lets me know that our vote doesn't it's not going to matter anymore at this point like it's just it's not going to matter like they're just going to do what they want i feel like see and that's it's it's like i feel like they are trying like they're banking on us to be discouraged and, yeah, and possibly like if they didn't if we didn't matter, or if, especially if it didn't care, then they wouldn't fight so hard to, to prevent us from doing it. And so it's like the one thing I don't want people to do is to just give get up. Disenfranchised, yeah. and get jaded and not do it at all. Because the, the, the scary thing to me with the Roe v. Wade decision that's pending or yeah. going down yet is that that's taking away somebody's rights. And if they're stuck, yeah. if they're, if they're if they can take away a woman's rights, yeah, what's to stop them from taking away? And that's why, and that's why I hope that people really understand that. Like you, yes. you, you know, they got some pro-lifers that they're like, "Yeah, take it off." And I'm like, "You don't understand." By them taking that away, there's nothing going to yes. stop them from taking other stuff, stuff exactly. that you want to keep. They will exactly. continue to. Somebody will take that away from exactly. you. You know, exactly. so. It's just, uh, it's just sad. It's just like that. That part scares me the most because I'm yes. just like, I think I told you too. Like, I mean, I don't want to segue off of the buffalo, but I really told her that. Well, that hysterectomy sounded really good right about now. Cause just in case something happens to me, I don't want to be forced to have to to keep a baby or something like that. But I was like, well, I'm definitely not gonna be moving anywhere in the south since that's that's how they feel. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's so insane to me. But yeah, but yeah, it's just you know I, th I think that that falls under the same. Um, it's just uh, part of the constitution that talks about slavery as well too, which I find kind of interesting. But anyway. yeah, I mean, it's the, the thing is, is I hope with with all this stuff that's going on, is I just hope people don't fall asleep come this midterm because <sighs> it's like we get out and people. Like they get more motivated during presidential elections, but this is just <laughs> as important. It's more important to me. Yeah, they refuse to do the right thing. Like that's just the way. Yeah. I, it's a flat out refusal to do the right thing, and it's just the devil saying, "I'm so freaking sick and tired of it, man. I'm just sick and tired of it." And it's just yeah. we have to collectively be sick and tired of it, and it's yeah. We have I think just the, my, all the minorities community 
I think we just have to like put the differences aside and just yes. band together because it's not just black people who are being yes. attacked, right? Like we're seeing, Absolutely. you know, especially with the Corona uh, epidemic, you know, now you've gotten uptick in Asian yes. um, assaults and murders and stuff like, like that. And honestly, if, if all the minorities was to band together, I mean, mm. they would be yes. shook at it. Yes. You know, they would be shook. Like, exactly. And that's the thing. And that's why it's like, if we just, you know, it's like, I think about Judas um, and the Black Messiah with Fred Hampton. And uh-huh. that was part of his his thing was just recognizing that it's not just a Black issue, but it's, it's minorities in general. Yeah. It's lower class. Because it wasn't just, it was like, he, he brought together Black people, he brought together uh, Latino and then yeah. he went to poor white. Yeah. And that was the other thing where he, and that's where it's like he, when he appealed to the poor white and yeah. got to understand, like that was part of his rainbow coalition. And that's what really scared the crap out of him was the fact that he's not, okay, this ain't just black people now. Now he, Yeah, he scared the crap out of the FBI. And yes. more importantly, what's his name? Uh, Hoover. Jay yeah, Hoover. Hoover. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Hoover. Yeah. Man. Which they, which I think they still have the building named after him. I don't think they've changed it yet. Yeah, no, it's just, and that's the thing. It's just, it's utterly insane to me. But I, I mean, it's not surprising. Like when you called me and told me, I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I was like, oh, another day, another dollar, another yeah. mass shooting, and then we had another one. What, like a few days after that, is that just was like that's that was the other part that just it it drove me crazy was when I saw. Because it was like, I can't get the details at first because I was like, wait a minute, man shooting in another church? I was like, what? Yeah, what was I was confused when that first thought. I was like, wasn't that a church? It was that a, was that a, a, a store? And then when I looked and I, and I saw it with California, I was yeah. like, oh my God. They, you know, when this guy went to try to reload, they was able to hit him with a chair, but sadly, I mean, Thankfully, it was only one person. And I'm sitting there like, but I'm sitting there saying it's still a person that lost their life. But I'm saying thankfully because it was just one. But it's just, it's 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 utterly insane to me. But I keep, like, I go back to Sandy Hook and I go, if you had 20-something. Toddlers. Like, yes, they were babies. Toddlers. They were four or five. If they didn't give a crap about toddlers, they don't care. About, I mean, clearly, they don't care about anybody else. Yes, they let, just, and you still got people to this day, thanks to people like Alex Jones, exactly. who want to say that that was yes. false. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's the like that's you know, and that's that is the sad reality of it to me. Like I remember when I got into that minor like argument with Greg, where I said I get tired of people sitting there saying, "Well, that's their reality." No, I was like, yeah. "There's only one reality." Like that's. The point, that's why it's real. Like you can sit there and say people have different perspectives, but there's truth and there's lies. And and that's the problem I have where it's like, we now are in this society where everybody tries to make up their own truth. And it's like, but that's not, there is- It's not even make their own truth. It's just, they make up their almost their own world. Yes. Everybody wants to live in this like bubble of what they think how the other half lives and, you know and then they're just they're not willing to hear Absolutely. anything that goes outside of what they know this, they think that what they know 
is what they know. It's true, and that's it. Yeah, it's it's that's the frustrating part, but we gotta keep going. Like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep praying. I'm gonna keep trying to do what I so can. Then, so then, what's what would be the solution? Because I've had this conversation, and I I cannot think of what a plausible, rational, good you know solution it's, it's is. Funny. Because on one I'm hand, it's sort of like. I meant to say this. See, I, you know, it's funny. Like I meant to say to you, because uh, when we were when we were getting into it, and it's like I said, we get out there and vote, and we do our part. It's not just a t- dependent upon us. The reality is, white people have to change how they are. Like yeah. they really do. You have to actually care. You have to actually yeah. try to do something because, yeah. as we said, contrary to what some crazy people think, you're not. Yeah. Being- you're still the majority in this country. Yeah. You actually care about your fellow men. Like yeah. that's the reality of it. You have to actually care. You have to actually do something. You have to call on this to do something. We can call it out all day. But if it's you know, it was it was um do you do you watch Atlanta? Mm-mm, but I like I know about the show and I I hear all like all the clips and stuff yeah. like that. There was an episode and Liam Neeson was like had a kid. Oh, he he was talking about when he was saying he wanted to uh, kill every black person because someone whom he knew was raped and whatnot. And I remember I was just like, why would he? He was playing he, himself in in the the he, episode, and I was like, why? Yeah, he had he had a cameo, and one of the comments he said to him. He said the he said the the I'm trying to get it right, but what he said I'm paraphrasing it. But he was yeah. saying like the, the the good and bad thing about being a white person is is that you can be ignorant, and he's like you don't have to learn anything because yeah. you're white and you know right. you're yeah. like that's the because that's the good yeah. and bad of it. It's like because. You don't have to change things because of how you are, because that's just how society is. Yeah. And it's like, that's the sad reality of it. It's like, but you have to do, like, it's like, if you're tired, like, even if it's not just black people, because there's mass shootings all the time, like we just said, there was freaking babies that was killed in Sandy Hook. Then there's like, there's high school shootings all the time now. It's like, they have freaking drills where they have to, have active shooter drills or it's just like that's the that's crazy to me it's like if you don't like that you can do something about it yeah that's the it's it still trips me out like your your niece when she came on and she was talking about that she has active shooter drills yeah and i just thought god how incredibly sad Yes. The reality is, is she's, she's 18. So it's like, you know, it's, I mean, yes, we've had this lots of years between her and us, but it's not that many years between yeah. her and us, right? When we went to school and the fact that that's something that she has to yes. like practice yeah. for yeah. is yeah. disturbing. Because we did not have that. You and yes. I did not have that in school. I mean, yeah, we, we heard about the shootings. We heard about the shootings, yep. but we did not have an actor shooter drill. Uh. We had fire drills. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Like we did not have to prepare. Like this is what you do, or this is how you like. It's that's insane to me. But wild. All right, Chris. I appreciate you your time and jumping on. Of course. On. Hopefully, we'll have something more positive to to talk about. I'll have you on again, and we of course. can talk about something more fun. 
But as always, I appreciate it. Have a good one. That's going to do it for the Zero to 100 podcast. Big shout out thanks to my uh, friend Christina for for joining me. And um, I'm, it, you know, it's a, over a week later and it's, it's frustrating because I feel like, again, this country is so used to mass shootings that it doesn't even really maintain the 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 attention that it deserves like I haven't really heard much about it since then and that's disappointing and I've, I've really butchered what Liam Neeson's line in uh, Atlanta was which was the fact that he cameoed and yes that he spoke about his um, inappropriate comment about what he said when he was a young man is, is crazy but it the actual phrasing that he said he was like the best and worst part about being white is not having to learn anything if you don't want to and I feel like it's actually true and um, it's just it, it can't just be one group of people that's outraged or upset about something like it has to be a collective thing like gun violence and gun control in this country shouldn't be a political issue it really shouldn't uh, I mean there's people that I do know that are gun owners that do feel like there should be a need for common sense laws or, or restrictions or something to do something about it because it's just outrageous and out of control that you have these mass shootings pretty much every year and it's just a cycle of you know shock actually I wouldn't even say shock anymore it's just more like outrage and then people are like oh, I can't believe this and then they get over it and then nothing happens and it's just a wash rinse repeat cycle of a thing and, and uh, that's the part that is just so discouraging at times um, and it's like as I said during the podcast like as a as a person who is a you know a Christian I just it it is disheartening that you know people be like, oh save your thoughts and prayers and I I get it I totally get it because to see so much injustice is hard to feel like you can you know be hopeful about change or anything but that's also to me the beauty of the relationship I have with God is just that regardless of how dark it may seem at times I do put my faith and trust to him that things will at some point maybe not today get better and so there but there also has to be a conjunction of acts with it like there's you know in the bible it says faith without works is dead so it's like you have to actually work in conjunction with your faith and so i feel like it is contingent upon us to keep trying even in spite of the you know discouraging odds and how people just twist this thing into you know one side or the other and it really doesn't have to be but anyway thanks for <laughs> tuning in for this heavy episode next episode i'm definitely going to talk about the cowboy schedule because i'm pretty fired up about it um it's you know it's it's funny because when the statistic came out like the cowboys are tied with washington to have the you know 
quote unquote easiest schedule or whatever even though the Cowboys play a first place schedule because they win the division um and, and you know the weird thing is and it really started last season when I really was like following Cowboys Twitter and it's it's so insane to me because it's like I've never seen so much like negativity or pessimism about a team that won 12 games and went 12 and 5 and was the third best team in the conference. And granted, it sucks to be one and done, especially in the NFL playoffs. It's infuriating. And especially when you look, when I looked at the, the game versus the Niners, they, should, they really should have won that game. But it's just, I'm still optimistic because you never know. And you never know what it's going to be going into it. So I am definitely want to talk about the pessimism and the Cowboys schedule in the next episode. I'm going to try to get some of my other Cowboys fans on uh, so we can talk about it. But, yeah, I'm I'm still looking forward to I'm always looking forward to football season. That's just me. But, uh, anyway, share your thoughts on what you think about this episode and the horrible tragedy in Buffalo and what, what do you think things that can be done or do, are you hopeful at all? Or are you just like, I'm not even hopeful anymore. I'm just angry. Uh, let me know. Email the show 0 to 100 pod at gmail.com. That's the number 0 T O, the number 100 P O D at gmail.com. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at WCW Poet. This has been the 0 to 100 podcast. We out.